Do you find yourself exceptionally weary in this season? Let's talk about it on this Monday morning. Thank you for joining me today for this brief devotional. My hope is that your heart will both be encouraged and challenged. Good Monday morning. A few years back when I wrote my book, Reclaiming Your Heart, I put an entire chapter in there called The Weary Heart. Because boy, we live in a society that can make us weary. A lot of us came into this kind of new normal weary, bone weary. But yet I've talked to a lot of people during it and they said they feel even more tired than they were before, I think because of the mental stress and the emotional toll that this moment has taken on so many. And then after the death of George Floyd, my black brothers and sisters, I heard this communicated by them more than any other phrase. They said, I'm just so tired. You know, I've learned if the enemy can't distract us, he's a master at making us weary. And there are different things that can lead to weariness. Living a life of striving or being driven instead of living a life of being led can make you weary. Living in seasons of prolonged battles or prolonged suffering or prolonged disappointments can leave us weary. A life of sin and separation from Jesus can find us exhausted. The danger in weariness, however, is it makes us lose perspective. We begin talking in extremes, if you will. I remember in the story of the prophet Elijah after he had had the great battle with the prophets of Baal and he had seen God move miraculously. He gets one statement from Jezebel and says, she says, I'm going to kill you. And he goes into the wilderness and begs God to let him die. After he's just seen God move in a miraculous way, with just one word from this wicked queen, he wants to die. Why? Because he's weary. And do you know what God does? He sends angels into the wilderness to feed him and tell him to sleep. Some of us just need a really good meal and a really long nap. Weariness makes us talk in extremes. It makes us say things like, everybody's that way, or um, no one cares about me, or no one understands me, or ever, the whole world is this way. And so we find ourselves just the, the enemy able to deposit in us these just extreme statements. And yet the real remedy to weariness is Jesus. I don't say that tritefully, I say that truthfully. The psalmist David understood it and captured it in the magnificent psalm and the very familiar one of Psalm 23 that most of us know so well. But I love the Message Bible version because, boy, it just strips away weariness. And it goes like this. It says, God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. And listen to why he doesn't need a thing, because what you're gonna discover is a theme in here of 
how God is the one doing all the work. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Sometimes God will put us into forced seasons of rest because he knows how desperately we need to catch our breath. And he also knows how to send us in the right direction. That's the difference in being led instead of being driven. Even when the way goes through death valley, and boy, have we been walking through death valley. David wrote this. He said, I'm not afraid. Why? Because you walk at my side. Your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner, listen to this, in the presence of right, no, he says this, right in front of my enemies. Some of us are spending so much time battling people who aren't even the real enemy. It's the spirit at work behind the division, behind the people, yet not realizing that God has the ability to set us in front of a six-course meal right in front of our enemies. What is David saying? He's saying, you know how to provide for me even with my enemies present and to take care of my enemies without me ever having to do a thing. But trust you. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. See, surrender to the Lord takes on His yoke. And Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you feel like you're carrying heaviness, trust me, you don't have Jesus's portion for you because that's not your portion. He revives your drooping head and He allows your cup to brim with blessing. Do you know that our blessing even comes in seasons of drought? Because God always has a blessing for His people, even in the interruptions, even in the in-betweens, He always has blessing for us. The question is, are we looking and seeing and recognizing the blessing when it comes? and then acknowledging Him as the giver of it. Your beauty and love chase after me. I love that. Every day of my life. Can't you just look back behind you and see beauty and love chasing you? It's like what a word picture to think about. That beauty and love are chasing me. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. Some of us are tired because we've kind of run away from the house of God. And I'm not talking about the literal house of God because the house of God dwells inside of us. Jesus living in the heart of us takes up the throne of our hearts and makes our heart his home. And some of us are running so hard from Jesus, trying to figure things out ourselves and we're exhausted but it's not our portion. I encourage you, sit in Psalms 23 this, this week. And I believe if you do, you're gonna find some perspective and some rest for even your most weary places.
If your heart was encouraged today, please know that we have many other resources available for you. You can discover all of those at reclaiminghearts.org.